0: And one day, I realized that it could be reversed. I could take the energy I had absorbed from one immortal, bring it to the front of my mind and force it into the mind of another. At first it was merely a curiosity. It couldn't help anyone. And I had no intention of burdening others with the dark energies that resided in my head. Until the four horsemen needed to be stopped.
1: just be my taste buds welcome to highlander rewatch the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the highlander universe i'm one of your rewatchers i'm keith i'm kyle this is Eamon. welcome to the fourth and final episode we the, made it we made it the big finish audio series is over all it's big episodes. finished that's right yeah, I mean. i'm big finished after
2: yeah yep. certainly big finished with this one <laughs> hey is this one possibly the worst one
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll find out yeah. what
3: i might think spoilers
1: Ooh. all right so this is episode uh two dash four it is the promise but before we get into the promise so we're gonna play the highlander catalog game the way the game works is Kyle and Amy i gonna bleep, 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 bleep. so we're gonna play There <laughs> we go i'm on a roll here uh so guys so guys and girls and everyone stop talking keys reset <sighs> So, everybody, we're going to play the Highlander Catalog game. The way the game works is I'm going to read an item description out of the Highlander Catalog. I'm going to be reading today out of the 100th episode Highlander Catalog game. Don't (laughs) worry. I know I'm flying, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Uh, So, we got to get through this, right? Yeah. Oh, did you accidentally think you put your i uh, iPod on 1.5 or whatever <laughs> time speed? Speed? Yeah. Your iPod. iPod. I also assume you were <laughs> listening to this show on an iPod. Pod. And I, yeah, and I'm not, not a touch. phone. Yeah. I want everybody
3: who listens to our podcast to only listen <laughs> so to it on an iPod? iPod. Yeah. If you don't, you're not a real fan, and you should stop listening mm-hmm. to the podcast right now.
1: Yep. He means it.
3: <laughs> yep. And yes. I mean it. <laughs>
1: okay uh so uh, if they guess within 20 percent uh, or closer to the actual retail price they get to give their opinion first at the end of the episode and get an extra point nope that's the whole <laughs> reason we did this <laughs> over again stupid fucker
3: <laughs> keith i have some follow-up questions great this might have gone unsaid i just thought of it do we still earn your respect the winner of these games
1: no, the point takes the space of your respect. Yeah, the, I, can, I can only give so much. You <laughs> so know. you have not respected us in no. the past three episodes? No, I have not. Naturally. No. Well, I mean, you. You're the only one who's won
2: one of these in the past well, three episodes. Sure, sure, You've right.
1: respected It me. is only you losing out on respect. Mm. We'll see. But maybe when we start season six, we'll switch the whole thing up. Oh, my you goodness. Know? I know. Maybe it'll, maybe there'll be no points. Maybe it'll nothing be nothing but, like, I don't know. A world
3: without points.
1: Yeah, oh, a world without points. We can only dream. Mm. Okay, guys. So we're going to play the Highlander Catalog game. The way the game works is I'm going to read an item description out of the Highlander Catalog, and Kyle and Amy are going to try to guess as close as they can within 20% the actual retail price. Whoever gets it first gets to give their opinion at the end of the episode. And uh, we're going to go from there. And I don't know. I guess maybe it's the fourth episode. I'll give a little respect. A little respect for the a winner. Li- a wee bit. that wee bit right.
0: respect.
1: Find out what it means to you. Me. That's right. And was that the fastest I've ever said this rant? Possibly. And depending, listeners out there, what gets cut, this might be my fifth time doing that rant. Gets better with age. Are you guys ready? I, oh, yeah. I am ready. All right. Ball so he's ready. We got two today. Oh, oh yeah, two. Yeah, two from the 100th episode Highlander catalog. And so why we're not 100?
3: Be... Yeah, 100 <laughs> <laughs> questions. Yeah, we're going to do
1: 100 <laughs> <laughs> catalog items. Uh, all right. So there are two. R2D2. R2D2. Spoiler alert. They both cost the same amount. That's why I'm doing them. And they're kind of a pair. It's weird. So like my balls. Yeah. OK. OK. Golfer's Digest. Item 361B. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the golfer's digest, is you idiot. Subs- is this a subscription to a <laughs> magazine? <laughs> Does the sound fuck like that. What is this? Alright, you'll want to keep this authentic scorebook complete with golf tips, scorecards, and how-to golf demo photos on hand for every game published by copyright golf digest. So, like, it is the magazine. Okay. Uh, and copyright James Anthony Golf Incorporated. Covered with the finest Napa leather embossed with the Highlander logo. We've seen the finest leather before. The Napa le- leather. We We've have. heard about that. Was it the Napa leather last time was the finest leather? Also, what what is the, like, how is this authentic? Authentic to what? <laughs> it's a scorebook. It's authentic, Keith. <laughs> how is a scorebook authentic? I don't know. I guess it's
2: authentic because it's an official Highlander product. Not a knockoff Golf Digest that you might get at a convention.
1: I That's don't right. know. I don't know. But the reason also we're reading too is because the second one is the Golfing Ladies Record Book. Oh, because obviously,
2: is it a, ladies is it a can't Golfing the... Digest for ladies or is it a Golfing Digest about
1: ladies? Well, we'll have to read the description, won't we? Yeah. Created for female golfers who want <laughs> to improve their game illustrated lessons and teachings from golfing legend, golfing legend, Harvey Penix. So cool. Great. Harvey penis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Record your score in this Napa leather book. Oh, it's not the finest Napa leather for the ladies. Just, Napa, Just Le- Napa leather book embossed with Highlander logo made in the USA. The other one doesn't say made in the USA. So who knows how this is all working out, but yeah, cool, sexist. fucking. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What's the, can we see them? What's the difference? They look like nearly identical. They look the same. Why is it one of ladies' golf book? This is dumb. It's not even like, like pink stereotypically pink, <laughs> yeah. which would also be offensive. <laughs> Fuck this stupid bullshit. Anyway, how much do you think this fucking thing costs? Eamon, you're up. $24.99. Oh, all right. I'll guess $29.99. Whoa. Actual retail price $29.95. Whoa. Hello. Finally won one. Don't even get a point in the game. That's right. You don't even get a point in the game this time. Yeah. uh, Give me that respect, baby. That would cost $46 today for a little scorebook. Wow. Do you even get to, like... I mean, it would be one thing. Can the... Like, is the book removable? Like, is this just the leather-bound thing you put, a like, a paper scorebook in? That that might be nicer. But then, also, I'm paying, what? I don't know. Fuck this. Cool, guys. Wow. What a game. What a game. Obviously, I'm amped up today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do seem pretty amped up. Yeah. I uh, What? Why does the men's book not have, like, golfing, like, I don't know. The whole thing is so fucking demeaning, and, like, it's, ugh. It is. (sighs) Well, does the ladies' golf book, it's like, well, accounting
3: for your smaller brain size. (laughs) Based on your skull measurements. This seems dumb. Yep. I mean, what do you want to bet that the the books are exactly the same?
1: Yeah, right? Ladies. (laughs) Happy Halloween, ladies. All right. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 4, The Promise of the Big Finish Audio Series. Finally putting this to bed. Uh, Directed also by Ken Bentley again. You don't need to hear the spiel on him. The writer, though, is different this time. For some reason, they had a different writer for the fourth story. I don't get that at all. No, not sure why that would be the case. It's a it's a whole thing. Why didn't they have the same guy write all four? But this was written by James Moran. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Like James Moran. Yeah. (laughs) So he's a British screenwriter for television and film. Uh, Moran's first produced work came uh, as the result of a competition. I almost said competition, uh, run by the Sci Fi Channel. The competition asked for writers to submit short science fiction themed film scripts. Moran won, and his entry, "Cheap Rate Gravity," was produced and shown both on the Sci Fi Channel and in front of. Length movies, including Final Destination Two. Nice. Wow. So I, would, I mean, you could probably find that out there. Isn't yeah.
3: Final Destination Two a horror movie?
1: I guess yeah. it's kind of a horror movie. Yeah, no, literally, it's a horror movie. I guess so. I don't know. What made you guess? What's the other? What's the other contender? I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's like it doesn't have monsters in it. Is that like the just defi- people die defi- in gruesome ways, right? Like that's yeah. like because of like they mystically cheated death. Oh that. right, like you're always gonna die. Like yeah, you. I just remember from the trailer, like some dude drives and like a fucking tree falls off <laughs> like a truck and just like impales <laughs> the car. It. Yeah, it's all stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, he wrote a six-part TV drama entitled The School. That's, yep. that's kind of what I got on this guy. I don't know, guys. Isn't it wasn't that riveting? Anyway, let's read the episode description from Big Finish. A promise. <laughs> a <laughs> word said by a person.
3: An empty room.
1: <laughs> Here we go. A high tech laboratory in a skyscraper. Sterile. Yes. Cold. Yes, yes. A man addicted to pain is restrained by one of his victims.
3: A man addicted to pain is restrained. <laughs>
1: Uh, in a moment, he will face. In a moment! <laughs> the Didn't fuck? He they
3: that did they do that again? again? Yeah, they oh did that before.
1: God. In a moment, he will face some aversion therapy. But first, he will learn to never pick a fight with death.
3: Ooh. Ooh. That was kind
1: of a cool last line. It was kind of a cool last line. Spoiler alert. Mythos is death. That's right. Peter Wingfield. Oh boy. So we started in a battle and so like this is just kind of a like a little funny little opening like Mythos is like what's your name? Like some dude's trying to fight him and he's like I can't fight you if I don't even know your name.
3: You don't know mine either. So he's just kind of trying to talk himself out of fighting this Right.
1: Person. He's like come on, don't make me do this. Like I have no interest in fighting. Of course, Mythos ends up getting stabbed. I don't know what the what is this? There's like electricity sounds. There's oh, there's no storm or whatever. So, this, is this his first death? I, I have no idea what this is. Okay, cool. I was confused, too. Shut up and fight. He takes this guy out, obviously. Okay, so Diligent and Mythos are talking in the present, and, you know, they're talking about, like, their first deaths, and, like, Mythos, I don't know, it's kind of funny. I guess he's like, oh, that's, like, the most boring... Icebreaker immortal question. Uh, like, what's your first step? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mithos, what's your sign? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Mythos does not remember because he is so old. So I guess, like, Mythos, oh, like, yeah. in his early days, did not, like, he didn't know anything about the rules. Like, it was just pure instinct and he was just kind of surviving. Right. But though Mythos does go through this whole kind of funny explanation of how, like, he's not interested in the game. And he's not even interested in taking quickenings. He's like, oh, infinite knowledge. He's like, that's what libraries are for, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. He's a kid's. Don't really want that either. Right.
3: (laughs) But he'll never forget his first quickening, even though he doesn't remember his first death.
1: Right. And I guess at this point we do find out, my notes say, Diligent is all tied up. So... Somehow that's revealed. Yes. Uh, And then so, like, the opposite. This is like the first story, where Mythos just decides to tell a story. Yeah, Yeah,
2: more or less. More or less. But this time, to Dilijan. And now we know from the first episode, when we heard Mythos talking, he was talking too diligent
1: right in this context but that was so confusing yeah we had
2: no clue what the fuck was going on then (laughs) it turns
1: out that's what
2: was going on
1: so i don't know he he talks about just not wanting to fight he's like people like demanded they take like that we take each other's heads for like no good reason he's like these people are idiots like they're following rules for no good reason which is interesting like mythos sees through this like why are we even playing this game this seems stupid to me
3: yeah. So, like, a hundred years after Mythos' quickening, he's hadn't, like, met anyone else? Right. Yeah, he hasn't met another immortal, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so he says he starts doing research in books. This is kind of a funky thing, because it's a scene cut from the series. Remember, like, there was that subplot where Mythos, like, wasn't didn't know how to read and wasn't allowed to read? Like, Cronus forbid him from reading. Oh. But so... I mean, it's fine because it's cut from the show. Uh, Sure. So, this is kind of introduced here that he's like a scholar. We found out in that earlier story that like Mythos was like allegedly like fleeing for decades to learn how to be a man of peace or something. Yeah. So, that's what Kine shouted. Yeah. Before he chopped his own head off with a Mm -hmm. rope.
3: But Mythos would always, always win his battles, even when people would attack him.
1: Right. So. Mythos has found this book that seems to describe immortals. Right. And he's like fascinated by this, but needs help with like the translation or whatever. So he goes to his friend, like in a bar or something. He meets this guy, Simon. And they're like, hey, he's like, can you help me with this? And he's like, of course I can. So they go to like get this book or whatever. And this guy's like dedicated his whole life to kind of studying this immortal question. Mm -hmm. Of course, while they're like on their way, like there's horses coming or whatever, and there's raiders on their way. Uh, anyway, these raiders, like, destroy everything and end up killing Simon.
2: Yes, and of course they also burn his research. Can we play some of his di- this dying interaction between Simon? When I came back to life, the town was sacked,
0: utterly destroyed. Simon's house had burned to the ground, along with the documents. Simon was dying. Half of his skin melted off in the blaze. Ugh. Lux like you were luckier than I was. i just had a better hiding place. Somehow I knew you'd survive. One of those documents described a certain individual. You have to say, he sounded an awful lot like you. Oh, come now. Could have been anyone, just because he also happened to be handsome, clever, popular with the ladies. Full of himself. Talks too much. Not as handsome as he thinks he is. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 easy, easy. lurk. Like like, like, <laughs> I'm pretty much done, I think. Don't say that. I'm just sorry I didn't get to know you better. Methos. That's your name, isn't it? Who? Don't lie to a dying man, please. I've been searching for these people for years. If I'm going to die, at least tell me the truth.
2: Let me know if I've met one of them. For a guy who's just about done, he has a lot of time to hang on.
1: (laughs) Actually, I have a question that I didn't think about till just now. In the very first story, we start to parse out some people's ages a little bit. So we, we know from the show that Mythos is 5,000 years old, right? Roughly. At least 5,000 years old. Oh, okay. We also find out in that first story, Cronus says, says that Mythos is 1,000 years older than he is. So Kronos is roughly four thousand. How old do we think Caspian is?
3: Good question. Because do all these other people know about Carniel? Exactly. Like at some
1: point, like this is almost like that Star Wars thing with like, oh, that ancient religion. It's like, wait a minute. I thought like it was like thirty years ago, and there were like, there's a Jedi temple. This is like part of your government. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure how you don't know about this.
3: What's this big temple in Curassat? Like, what? What's the deal with this place? (laughs) Oh, that's a Jedi temple. Oh really? what? <laughs> Huh? What's this city hall? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <right>. What's this? <laughs> like
1: anyway, just a weird aside. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what really the timeline is. So maybe a lot of time has passed when this story is taking place. Maybe. Yeah. When when when, when is this? They don't say. They don't say. So this could be f- after he was with the Horseman, right? It could. Be. It could be before though. I, I oh no, it must be before. He doesn't know anything because yeah, this being is a hundred
4: years
3: before his first quickening.
1: Yeah, so huh, I'm not really tracking all this. I guess I'm just no like kind of left wondering.
3: I think this doesn't make sense. Cool, that makes sense. <laughs> cool, because what are these texts and shit?
2: Yeah, and
1: why do they mention him? What yeah. has he
2: done that's text worthy
1: at this point? Oh, great! Well, so there must be watchers at this point that are watching Mythos. And
3: what is that? Like, what this is? I don't know. How is it describing Mythos? Oh no, like, wait,
1: I'm sorry. I thought it was said it was written by them, like it was written by other immortals. Immortals. Oh, wait, so the guy Simon has read about Mythos in some other book, I'm assuming? Not this book, the one Mythos has found. Yeah, he's trying to show Mythos a bunch of documents. Wow. All right.
3: This doesn't make sense.
1: Cool. (laughs) And then they kiss. And then they kiss.
3: But yeah, then Mythos says he regrets not seeing the documents chronicling the history of immortals by immortals. Right. Fubu, if you will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be Fubu? Fubi? Phiby. Four immortals
3: Phiby. <laughs> Phiby, Four mortals like. by immortals. Fibby.
1: Fibby. I like that. Mythos goes on a fucking revenge quest. This is we again. We have I, to play the uh, revenge uh, yes, quest. Yes, we do. Okay. We'll let him do it. We'll okay. let him it. So to set this up, uh again, this actually like is exactly like the Chrono story. Like Raiders killed his friends, so now Mythos is on a quest to kill the Raiders, right? So yes. yeah. in that's what this next scene is, is Mythos like sneaking up on them. Buckle up everybody.
3: Buckle up buttercups.
1: Greetings. Right. Hey, what?
0: look at you, scum, filth. All you know is destruction, gluttony, and drunkenness. No elegance. Not a swordsman among you. You merely grip one end of a weapon and thrust it out like a child. Strength in numbers has got you this far, but you will go no further. In your ignorance and vulgarity, you took two things from me. You took a friend, a good man, and you took knowledge Information that should have been mine, but that was trampled underfoot by you. Common thugs with nothing to offer the world. And now, I will take my revenge. Who the hell are you? I am the night. <laughs> I am the darkness. I am bloody retribution. I am, Batman. I am the righteous wrath of any god you care to mention eternal, whose name will come to be known by every man, woman, and child in this world. I will take the strong, the weak, the old, the young, the healthy, the infirm without exception. I am death. And I have come to kill every last one of you.
4: (laughs)
1: Wow. Intense. Fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> what the fuck? Is there a little part of you that's like, that's kind of cool, right? No. no okay. <laughs> Not even a little bit. It's just too much.
2: Well, first off, it's entirely too much. <laughs> Second off unlike every every other horseman gets a slightly sympathetic background. I know. The only character that doesn't is the main character in the fucking show, Mythos, uh, yep. who just is like, oh, they killed his friend, and it turns him into an absolute
3: killing machine.
1: <laughs> right. Who, like, is like, see. I'll take
3: everyone. He
1: says, I will kill, like, the infirm. infirm. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And he
3: is... he was death before he joined the four horsemen. Right?
1: Yeah, like, Like he
2: becomes this (laughs) murder-like machine with no influence from
1: Kronos. Yes, a hundred percent. It's crazy. He's just—he is arguably the most evil of all. Of of all of them. Couple things here. One, when he meets Kronos, he's like sniveling and stuff. Like, is that an act? It, I, it has to be based on this. Exactly. Right? It has to be. And a comment I didn't make that was in my notes from that first episode is when we first heard that story, it's like, oh, he's like a sniveling wimp. But like as soon as he joins up with them, he's a killing machine. Like, I don't know how that transitioned. Right. Yeah. And also like it's he's not being clever here.
2: Right. Like that is not what he chooses to do. He's just a fighter. Yeah. And he's a better fighter than this entire group of raiders, apparently. And he's
3: not just trying to scare them. Like, no, that would be different. If he was just trying to scare these people. He, like, makes good on his <laughs> yeah, he does. promise with these people.
1: Yep. Oh, it's yeah. the oh, the promise. Yeah, promise. Wow. Uh, also, something I I didn't notice until we listened to this now is he said you his took... Mythos is Mythos' Batman? Yeah. that's Well, I cannot believe he says I am a knight. <laughs> yeah. You're what? Rachel! <laughs>
3: <laughs> they won't trust <laughs> <citizen. laughs>
1: But he does say you took two things from me. Uh Diligent says that as well. You oh, took he does. two things. And now I'm trying stylists. to think, does uh, do other characters have two things taken from them? Like is that carried through? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. I'd be curious about that. I but yeah, Diligent definitely recall. does say that. that yeah. You took two things from me. And yep. the same thing happens here. hmm Who knows? And then we get all that wet stabbing sound.
3: And like his like monster shriek <laughs> at the end? <laughs> goes like, bruh.
2: so like then he describes it's like I killed all of them and then I killed everyone they knew and their and families, families like, and anyone who was at a bar where they might have drank
3: like this is insane. He killed people that drank with them. <laughs> That's insane.
1: Yes. Yes. He's bad
2: news. And we, we just met this guy a second ago. He doesn't seem like that person. No, he seems very kind. Con- I mean, he's he very kind. He seems very to his normal. And, and then, like, what the fuck happens? This is not a believable transition. Nope, not at all. And it just completely undercuts the depiction of him in the show. Are they going to do that even more? Are they going to cheapen it yet further in a moment? Well, this posits that
3: Mythos was a killer before he joined the Horsemen.
1: Right, and yeah. not that he was with them under duress. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, the reason he stopped for a bit. <laughs> He says he got bored. It's like, oh, I killed so much, I got kind of sick of it. It's like, cool, man. Well,
3: he's like, and I was thought there must be good inside me somewhere. And diligent claims that he brought the good out of Mythos. Right. But then Methos Mith- is like, then I just went on killing and killing and right. killing, like criminals and this and
1: that. And he's like, Diligent, you're taking too much credit for that. So then we get some, like, Diligent commentary here about the, like, two things Mythos took from him, uh, which were the two times, like, when they destroyed their ministry and when they came back to the village. But he also says when they came back to the village, Mythos just watched and didn't stop it, which is weird. It's like, oh, like, so something's happening, right, I guess? But in the context of this, as will be revealed later...
2: No. <laughs> Not um, so. When Mythos falls in with Diligen, like he like kinda has his killing tendencies under control for a while. But then when he joins up with Kronos, like he just goes ham and like indulges this killer instinct, apparently. But this just makes him even less sympathetic than he was in the show.
1: A hundred percent. It's really less. bad. How is it that Caspian who ate people is more sympathetic? <laughs> now then
2: the beloved character 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 of mythos like this just posits that he is literally the worst
1: and is undeserving of the redemption he seems to have enjoyed now we i guess we finally get a little bit of explanation for like how diligent manipulates the quickening like he says he was able to like manipulate it and like force dark energy deep down like that he could then project His quickening into other people, yeah. Like, if while drilling into someone's head, he (laughs) drills into his own head, he
2: can put a little quickening sludge back in the hole, right? To the point where he is able to literally control people,
1: right? And so, at this point, he realized I can't do this all myself, it's too much. So, this is when I guess he developed this like vessel program, vessel program,
3: (laughs) the vessel program. Mm -hmm.
1: Also, Mythos at this point says what you did with those vessels is worth worse than anything the horsemen did. Nope. <laughs> Definitely nope. not. Is it bad? Yes. Is it worse than killing 10,000 people? Probably mm, not. No.
3: Yeah, and that's just Mythos. So, like, it's 10,000 times, like, four. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. And Diligent, again, admits I don't think the horsemen would have formed if not
1: for me. Yep.
3: So it's like, cool, dude, you're responsible for, like, Two atrocities.
1: <laughs> so Mithos then calls out, like, hold on, wait a minute, like, how did you do all this? Like, where are you getting all your money from? Like, how are you doing these weird Yeah, let me just have this weird like, interlude. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the writers were thinking, like, oh, no one's going to believe this story because they don't know how Diligent finances it? Like...
3: I found some generous supporters. Hasker Industries.
1: Hasker Industries. What is this? Is this supposed to mean something? <laughs> exactly. Why no, is, I was this? Like, is this? What is? I was like, oh great,
2: evil corporation. Let's literally like round out this like fantasy trope. I thought this
3: would be a plot point.
1: If, not. If they had said, back. what was that fucking clown's name from the fourth The Kirby Oh Rising? yeah, yeah. I forget uh, his name. The barrel guy. Yeah. Barrow.
3: The Barrow, Barrow building. building.
1: If they were like, oh, it's that dude. I would have been like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. Little. So- Easter egg, but like, yeah, at least it's an Easter egg. I don't know what any of this is for. I'm very curious what the plans were for a third one. Like, is this all for that? Like, some giant conspiracy? Like, there's some shadow? I don't know. So he like is able to wipe people's minds, right? And come up with like an immortal battery thing for like his dark energy. And he like masters this technique. Like he gets like he makes cocktails to like basically create people that he wants.
3: Mm, My favorite movie,
1: which is. Makes this even dumber, because it's not (laughs) even
2: like, oh, like, the evil energy I've taken in has made me bad. This is all me, because I can choose whatever cocktail of quickenings I actually want to have.
3: But then, like, this doesn't make sense to me, because of what Silas happened. So he, like, gets an immortal Dorn. Dilijin does, right? Yes, and sends his name's what?
2: Dorn.
1: Dorn I wrote
3: Dawn, and I was I was like, why <laughs> is his name Dawn? I'm Dawn would make
2: no... so, so confused. Dawn would make more sense because it, it would the light, s- the light stuff
3: like oh, rising, rebirth.
1: Wow, guys,
3: with Dorn, C- Prince Dorn. Caspian. I have Dorn. It, may, it might be Dawn. Maybe I don't know. My notes say Dorn as Michael well. Michael Dawn. Michael. Michael Dawn. <laughs> Dawn. Yeah.
2: Michael Dorn.
3: So he sends Dorn after Mythos. <laughs> right. Mythos takes his head and gets Dorn's quickening, and this changes Mythos. Right. So are we supposed to suspect this is like a light quickening or kind something? Kind of, yeah.
2: Kind of, yeah. So like, he's able to manipulate this stuff thousands of years ago. So perfectly that by getting Mythos to take this guy's head, he can make him disgusted by killing. Because that right. was what Mythos described. He's like, after a while, like the, the entire notion of being part of this just started to disgust me and I just want it out. And he's like, Aha, but the only reason that happened is because you took this guy dorn's head. Insane. Why didn't he use this on any of the other horsemen? And why didn't this
3: event? work on Silas? So like it can make Mythos more peaceful, but it doesn't make Silas any smarter. Or is that because of the drill bit? I guess
1: bit? it's because of the drill. drill bit. Also, by the way, this is a Star Trek Next Generation plot. Like that Borg episode where they're like, we can send him in with a virus and it'll change everything. Yeah. Nope. Hugh. That's right, Hugh.
3: Oh, the Borg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. All right, because like, not only have they cheapened the character of Mythos yep. by making him the only one of the four horsemen who is 100% without the intervention of Diligent. Bad, pure bad evil. Yeah. Then they even make his redemption. Not Diligen, real. Not real. It's Diligen's fault. Yeah. The entire character of Wethos we know is a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb.
1: Like, I got angry. But it them.
3: evens out Because he's Batman Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Batmac versus Mythos Batmac v. v- Mythos
1: <laughs> There's also a weird line here Like Diligent says He could have just made a cocktail So that Mythos would just kill himself But decided not to like, so. it, It's strong enough that he can do that Right and he, this guy but is but he also unlimited says he wanted to powers. end the Horseman And it's like That seems like a way to do it, right? Like, I don't get it Yeah, and Mythos deserves it
3: More than any of these other guys He's the only one you didn't create Aside from Kronos Mythos' actions are like More insulting to diligent like mythos abandons diligence people to go with Kronos. and then he like shows back up when his life is rebuilt and like doesn't intercede or anything yeah like with full autonomy whereas Kronos is like the instigator but like mythos and Kronos have done diligent like the the most wrong
2: yeah and they get off the lightest Kronos's right. only punishment was what
3: that it's really hard for him to form a band of horsemen he's <laughs> not, not like confusing. tortured every 50 years or a thousand years or whatever the fuck
1: and he even mentions that like Getting Mythos to go on the boat was part of the plan. Like, that's part of this. Like, yeah, this kind plot too. was part of it, too. And I'm like, wait, uh, did you think people would die on that boat or not? I don't know. Clearly not,
2: because you would have killed them afterwards if you if your goal was for them to be dead. And again, all the way back then, he had the ability to manipulate people with this kind of precision. And yet he doesn't use it for 2,000 <laughs> years until the modern day when he does these dumb Plans with Silas and Caspian.
3: And also, it's another instance of him waiting until the moment was right to take his revenge. Like, I wanted you to be completely good again, Mythos, before I, like, take my vengeance again.
1: Right. He keeps, like, you need to be happy and now I will make you miserable. So now we get a flashback. Uh, so Mythos is, like, on a date. He's kind of drunk. Uh, he's on this date with Violetta. And Mythos is, like, oh, you saved me or whatever. Like, this is the only. He says, this is the only true love in my life.
2: You only have one soulmate, basically. <laughs> Suck it, Elixir. I know, right? <laughs> like,
1: fuck her. Like, ah.
2: Well, she's breathing for a tube. A tube, indeed. You. Elixir. Elixir, play. <laughs> so was... now Mythos is like a good guy on some kind of weird redemption quest. Which, again, no. This thing is such like, a weird concept of, like, the gray. Yeah. Like, characters are good, and then they magically become evil. And, like, Mythos is evil, and... And then he magically becomes good somehow, rather than him just being, like, gray throughout. Not like, oh, I fell in with Kronos to save my life, and, like... I was stuck. I I was stuck. I participated in this killing, but it was just because I was a coward, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then I escaped it. And it's like, now he's, like, a saint who's on some quest to improve the Earth. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. he's not. Like, (laughs) the character of Mythos we meet clearly is not trying to do that either. Right. Like, it just misses in the opposite direction now. Like, he's just trying to survive.
1: Yeah. I do like this a uh, little bit. I thought this was kind of cute or clever or something. I don't know what I think anymore. He said when he met this uh, Violetta woman that he thought she was immortal because he thought, like, he got the buzz, <laughs>
3: know,
1: basically. Yeah. But it was basically like, butterflies and I'm in love. Uh, That's I thought, that cute, was, I thought cute I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah.
3: But then, this is not cute. He's like... <laughs> He's like, Well I explained to her like that I wasn't such a good guy. He doesn't explain that he was immortal, but he does say to her, I've killed lots of people. Yes. And she's like, Okay. She like just has no problem with this. Like, wouldn't there be some follow up questions? To you that, would think. Like, oh, I've killed many people before, not just yep. one person.
2: Also, Mythos has some weird brags about having disposable income, and he goes to the opera all the time. Upperman bye bye.
1: Also, when they're in their lab talking about this, today anyone notice, like, the sounds go, like, it's like dot matrix printers in the background, like old school, like the, the tape? And, yeah, it's like, what? Why are these the sounds? The AOL login sound. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the episode in the last series that had the, like, the video video game sounds that were like from the late 60s perhaps yeah and well he's like he's killing zombies those are zombies yep Beep, boop, boop. and the same thing it's like this guy has weird technology he's doing like robot uh surgeries and shit yet he has like old dot matrix printers yeah
3: you're a good man now mythos and that's all that i care about and i'm like so like let's say you get married or You have a boyfriend and the boyfriend's like, yeah, well, I used to be like a Nazi shock trooper (laughs) or like, (laughs) that's basically what he says. Like, oh, I guess. Well, you're good now. It's like, (laughs) really? (laughs) I don't know. Also,
1: uh, she's only known him for six months. Six months. Ludicrous. <sighs> anyway, so they go to the opera together to see the play play opera uh, La Traviata, uh, which the main character in that is named Violetta, That's a, who is a prostitute who's dying of consumption. Hot. Ah, yeah, that's right. Mythos. You like might stick.
2: M- <laughs> might still be a bad guy because he's like, and that amused
1: us to no end. <laughs> it's like, this woman dying of consumption amused you to no end. What the fuck is maybe this? The, maybe the prostitute part. Like, oh, you're named after the character, you whore. <laughs> so anyway, uh she shows up at the show. I and guess she's
2: like, oh I got this free ice cream. <laughs> I got free ice
1: cream. <laughs> How is free ice
2: cream a plot
3: point in this? <laughs> And he's like, oh, let me taste it." Oh, Wait.
1: Strawberry.
3: Strawberry. <laughs> Wait, who gave you who gave you this free but ice she, cream?
1: She also even explained. She's like, "Yeah, it was kind of really weird. There were two ice cream stores and one had a like a strange man beckoning me like, <laughs> oh, <God." laughs>
3: Why would why would he set up his free ice cream stand next to the other ice cream stand? Uh, I, I hate that. But this. the
2: strawberry tastes a little weird. And Bethos tastes it, is like, hmm, this is a little off. She says, "Yeah, it was really weird. The the guy said it would unlock my potential." <laughs> <laughs> say that what that would make
3: thing me drop say. that ice cream if i went to like the dairy queen and the dairy queen guy was like this tr- <laughs> this blizzard will unlock your this potential oreo blizzard will unlock your true potential amen
1: and it's not mentioned that this is an ice cream cart like this isn't somebody with a wooden crate that's filled with ice. you know what i mean like it's a store so like wh- how did this Wait. what they yeah they say there's an, it's an ice cream store i <laughs> thought it said stand Oh really? Yeah. I have store written down. Maybe I store I'm wrong. makes no sense. <laughs> so I, I would mean, like which, it if he rented not...
3: as <laughs> rented at his whole store. <laughs> I mean, I would not put it past it. oh, because then he's gone.
2: The guy the second guy is gone. <laughs>
1: right. But also, I mean, this is still a crazy idea. Like, let me set up in front of the opera, hoping she will like during intermission. Leave the opera house entirely to come outside and want ice cream at all. Who cares? It was free. No, right. No, no, no. I don't know. So at this point, when Mithos hears the recognize your, or realize your full potential, he like freaks the fuck out. And they go running looking for the ice cream man. But he's gone. That's right. The this villainous is, ice cream man. This is when he
2: yells about, please let it just be my taste buds. Because he's like, oh, please let it not actually be poisoned.
1: Right. And he's like, oh, no, it must have been one of Diligent's acolytes. They say the yeah. word ac- I hated it. Every time I had to type the word acolyte, I was so mad. And
2: then Diligent says what I'm thinking, which is Diligent going like, I know all this already. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You must have been a beautiful acolyte. Burr, 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 burr.
1: So they have all these doctors that try to save her. I have in my notes, there's a dumb doctor voice that says, good day to you, sir. I I don't know. Well, um, that's
3: because Mythos yells at
1: him. Oh. Uh, yeah.
3: Here's what I don't get. Is there a poison that, like, you can live off of it for weeks? And, like, doctors, is this like... Because you ate it once and didn't even eat all of
1: it? Yeah, and it kills you this slowly?
3: I don't know. This does not seem to make sense to me.
1: (laughs) No,
2: but then again, he is a magic drill.
3: (laughs) It took two weeks for her to die from eating a couple bitefuls of this poison.
1: I mean, I kind of in some ways appreciate, like, she dies after, like, what? They've been together for six months, like... It echoes the other thing in the series that, like, oh, Mithos is elixir? always the elixir. Like, he's yeah. plagued by these relationships that end prematurely. Like, yeah. they have no time together. I don't know if that's interesting or not. I don't know. Probably not. But Violetta doesn't want him to seek revenge. Right. He's like, let this go. How about we play this clip, since this is the uh, the titular promise? Yes.
3: Spoiler.
4: <laughs>
0: hey, how are you feeling?
4: Like a consumptive courtesan.
0: Don't say that.
4: just trying to lift the mood. Take it from all the shouting that the doctor just left. Rather suddenly and forcibly. Yes. That can't be good unless he magically cured me with a rain dance or something similar. Did he?
0: I don't recall him saying anything along those lines.
4: Well, we won't be using him again next time I'm dying. Honestly, you just can't get the staff these days.
0: I wish I could do something. Anything.
4: Just be with me. Here, like this.
0: It's not fair. We barely had a year together.
4: But what a year it was. The best year of my life. I wouldn't trade it for anything.
0: If you'd never met me, this would not have happened. The, the man who did this, he wants to hurt me. If I'd just stayed away from you.
4: Stop that now. We've been through this. It's not your fault. You didn't do this. He did.
0: Yeah, I know. And when I find him...
4: no. You can't go after him. What? You're not the person you were. The person he's taking revenge against. But if you find him and do the things I can see brewing in your eyes, then it's all for nothing. You'll become that person again. A killer.
0: I can't let him get away with this.
4: And that's how it all started. A simple act of revenge, but it's never enough. It'll send you down that dark path again, please. For me. Promise me you won't kill the man who did this.
0: I can't. He has to die.
4: Don't get me wrong. I'd love to tear the swine in half myself, and if I had the strength to get up, I'd do exactly that. But he got to me. I don't want him to get to you as well. I can still see shadows of the person you once were. I know how much it tortures you, how terrified you are that you'll become that person again, and I won't let you. (coughs) I just won't. So promise me. Promise you won't kill that man. If you kill him, then he's won.
0: He's taken you away from me. Without you, I have nothing.
4: You have yourself. You have the person you are now, the person I love with all my heart, the person you're starting to like again. Don't lose that person. He means too much to me. Promise me. (coughs) Please, respect the dying wish of a floozy.
0: I promise.
1: Oh, Deceptive Cadence at the end, little music. That's actually a little bit of nice uh, musical scoring there. Mm. Ah, they went from the the, the uplifted to the sixth chord. It's Mm. like we're listening to that boring episode about (laughs) Queen we did, where I babbled uh, incessantly about chords, and no one cared. Anyway, so Mithos makes this fucking promise. And then, well, I think this is kind of nice that she's like, oh, we didn't actually get to see the play, like, finish the opera. And it's like, oh, like, her death is the end of the opera. Yeah. Uh, then she decides, I will sing, sing you an you Aria, th- aria th- while she has tuberculosis or what." And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, she <laughs> can like barely every talk. two seconds, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "He's like, it was the most beautiful performance I've <laughs> <has> ever done. <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to you also that was just gross to listen to <laughs> it wasn't good it was very uh sappy as well i mean it's yes. very uh melodramatic also there's a, a thing that happens here that i'm just going to mention because it's happened in all four of these things uh we haven't talked about track breaks at all right after this scene the music swells and like it's this whole thing and then it like fades out Then there's like a couple seconds of silence and it fades all back in. This is in the middle of a track. I'm like, (laughs) there's no track. break. Like the track breaks in the, the series again are all, they don't make any sense. I don't understand why they're so like haphazardly put around really strange. No and point. not helpful to the the listener either. So anyway, Diligent asks if Mythos is gonna take his revenge now. Cause Diligent's Diligent. like, we're even, right? <laughs> like, yeah, he's we're like, good. He's we're good, like, go, bro.
2: He's like, Well, I killed her, so you could say we're even mm-hmm. even though Diligent apparently has no ending appetite for revenge. Like his goal was to torture people forever.
1: And so Methos is like, You don't understand, like she really changed me. And so again, we're back to this like nature nurture argument, and I'm like Did she change you? Did I don't know?
3: Dorn change you? Methos is like, You won't be leaving this room until I'm finished with you. And Dylan's like, but you said you wouldn't kill me.
1: Yeah, he's like freaking out.
3: You promised.
1: So Mythos is like, yeah, I knew I couldn't keep my promise if I found you straight away so like for him this has also been a weird long play well it's that he was going to get some kind of revenge that kept
2: technically speaking within the confines of don't kill them
1: oh by the way we got to talk about this this is fun everybody maybe it's not that fun but i'm pointing it out uh did anyone notice uh the uh opening swell from our theme song in this track no No. let's listen to it together because uh the highlander rewatched theme makes an appearance here
0: are you going to keep hitting me until you feel better I'd have to keep hitting you for a long, long time. So what happens now? (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah, right? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Let's sue them. Let's sue them. That's right. They made this before us. I know, right? (laughs) They fucking did a time thing. A time thing. That's right. And all those fucking printer sounds in the back at this high-tech lab. Mythos talks about kinds quickening at this point and it's he's like, like it tasted
3: like dorns. Mm.
1: Right. He's yeah. like, I didn't get his quickening, but I could taste it. So now we're into another weird territory where like immortals can sense the quicket like where who's whose quickening's in there? Yeah. Uh, so he's
2: always known that Diligent was responsible for Kine, apparently. Right. Also, this is the dumb kind of James Bond shit we talked about before, right. where it's like,
1: oh, he was behind
2: everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, this makes me question if Alexa's death was, like... His fault. His yeah. fault.
3: Oh, Diligen's fault? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. D- I
1: mean she's dying before she meets Methus, I guess. Well, how do we know? How do we know? Right. Yeah. Now? <laughs> So, and Mythos consp- compares the quickenings to like a, a, a ba- like a whiskey, like yeah, oh we can that's taste the whole the ba- metaphor. Oh, yeah, oh my god. Also,
3: right. what's with the ripping people's head off with their bare hands trope in these?
1: Because uh, the it's trope in is like grossness. every episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's twice in this episode. Violetta says she would rip his head off with his bare hands, and then Mythos just says the same thing.
1: Question for people: I know some listeners have followed other stories from Big Finish, like. Uh, are the Doctor Who stories this fucking gross? Like, is there dismemberment? Like, it's just. The so- Daleks
3: ripped <laughs> Doctor Who limb from them <laughs> and drilled a hole in his brain. So D- Diligent is in, like, an old folks' home or some shit.
1: I was very confused here. Or like, like a, he asked, like, is the confusing. patient here or whatever? And I was like, wait, where are we? What is happening? And some orderly is like, you know, it's really great that you
2: come visit him. Like, most people only come once or twice, and then they forget about their people.
3: Today's a good day, which means no screaming.
1: But wait, what is this What is this visitor? Who, where's, where is this? Explain He's in this some kind me.
3: of mental institution.
1: So Diligent is?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, like, well we're, that's what we're about to find out that Mythos is visiting someone. We come to learn it is Diligent.
1: And is this after this occurrence took place? Yes. Why am I so confused about Why this? Why are you so confused? I don't about
2: know. This? It was confusing. You listened to it. I did. I'm just like, I <laughs> it was a little bit confusing, but I mean, it's cleared up <sighs>
1: very quickly. Like, I was confused <laughs> I at first, but. They say Now it. it's all fine. No, wait. Uh, no, seriously, though. So it would like, seem that Mythos, Mythos has
3: diligent interned in some old folks home or assisted living facility or mental institution as a prisoner.
1: Uh, okay. I think I thought those printer sounds were in like a lab. They're not... Or wait. Uh,
3: they are. He they like were, has him trapped now, here. We've now, now cut. He's Later. no longer
1: in the lab. Now he's in a mental institution. Correct. There are no more printer sounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> They don't have them. how did Mythos get him committed? What is what's the on what grounds? Money, baby, or who knows. Well, because of what he's about to reveal okay. happened. Sorry, guys. It's
2: literally right now. All right. So Mythos learns how to do magic too. So Mythos in the lab then decides we've got these vessels that have all the dark energy in them. Right. Mythos has learned the magic somehow don't know how, don't
1: know why. I kind of forgot how this all ended. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm back on track. But it's fucking confusing. Yes. This is shit. So we've intercut now between this like hospital thing. Like so why do they make this not linear at the end? I don't know. Anyway, all right. So Mythos has all these fucking vessels that are filled with like dark energy that Diligent is like poured the dark energy into. Right. So Mythos hooks all this these explosives up and he hooks like Wires to Diligent or whatever. Like he's he's gonna transfer all their quickenings to diligent, like flood him with, with this everything. dark energy.
2: Right. Which is gonna be worse than a dark quickening. It's His gonna, whole life yeah. will be agony. It's a super Death Star, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like now. yeah.
3: Star killer base. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a thousand dark quickenings all at once. You'll be a raving, gibbering wreck until the end of time itself. But at least I'm not killing you. Yeah. So you could say I'm helping you realize your true potential. So
2: Dylan's like, why don't you just kill me instead? <laughs> yeah, that'd be much better. This is so much worse than anything I've ever done. This which comes up again. Like there's this weird competition of evilness in this.
1: Yeah, this is like evil shit that Mythos is about to do again, right? Yes, this oh, is yeah. bad. So there's more like screaming and all sorts of stuff. At this point, well, there's like digital sounds and an explosion. So Mithas yeah. blows all this shit up after transferring all the energy to him, right? Mm-hmm. Kills everybody, destroys the lab. Then I hate this ending so much. The His his uh, Violetta like speaks to him like oh, a ghost. Oh, this is dumb. This is like, a,
2: this is crazy. Just
3: imaginary.
1: Here, let's play this clip. Why not? Yes, why
3: the fuck not? All right. This is insane. I was like, what? So on top of everything, uh, Mythos is a nut job. <laughs> yep.
0: You know, I'm not breaking my promise, my sweet. That, that was a mercy killing. They were as good as dead already beyond my help. I just ended the pain.
4: I know it was the kindest thing to do. You've kept your promise to me. Although destroying that man's brain is slightly stretching the terms of the promise, you'll have to admit
0: You told me not to kill him, he's still alive And will be for a very long time
4: All right, all right, I suppose I can't blame you Thank you Although as a figment of your imagination, my opinion really can't be trusted, can it? You're the one deciding what I say
0: True But if I'm the one putting words in your mouth, how come you're not completely agreeing with me?
4: Who knows? Probably because in your heart, you know this isn't the most honourable cause of action. Because you know you're in the wrong, and because sometimes you're an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> that,
1: these are fucking crazy yeah, as he gets visited nuts. by the ghost of the Christmas, Christmas past or <laughs> whatever
3: so on top of everything <laughs> Mythos is a deranged <laughs> lunatic yeah, this who hears voices is so fucking dark Yeah, this is the most fucked up thing out of any like oh Mythos hears voices of his dead girlfriend that he's making up which
2: he hears upon condemning someone to an eternity of torment because he doesn't want to break the promise to kill the guy.
3: Breaking the promise is such a milder transgression than just killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine this, that sequence filmed and how, <laughs> no. how insane it would look?
2: Can you imagine any of this filmed? Yeah. Him with a drill constantly yeah. blowing up people's skulls? I just imagine Goldar. Mithos
3: like in his car, like talking to himself and like giggling and shit. All oh right. So God.
1: let's let the denouement of this. I guess he's in a, he's in the car, right? Is he yeah. with Diligent at this yeah, point? Yeah. He's like
2: driving him, driving him. He's Diligent. ultimately inst- institutionalized.
1: Right. Yeah. They have a good old laugh about all this shit with the ghost again insane behavior diligent wakes up he's all freaked out mythos says he won't remember him or anything that's happened another one of these like mind wipe things yeah
3: because it keeps happening but then he mythos says some sick shit he says seeing diligent suffer makes mythos happy and that diligent suffering is mythos's murder methadone murder
1: methadone this, this is nuts. Crazy. That's
3: deranged. <laughs> Mythos is like more evil yeah. than like any enemy mm-hmm. Duncan has faced. Yeah, and it's just like all your redemption was an illusion.
1: Oh, also diligent, I guess, in this like crazy uh, home or whatever, <laughs> has tried to cut kill himself multiple times. Multiple times and he, because he doesn't know he's immortal. He keeps doing it. Like, that's dark. Fucking rough. And Mithos is like, well, I know how, but maybe like
2: next time I visit you, I'll just give you trickles of information. Like maybe I'll tell you your, your name next time I come.
1: And then Mithos is like, I gotta go and see a man about a box. And I was like, what? What's in the box? Like what? What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Like I, what? Was this Does a this reference tie to it? into something? What is this? I have no idea. I, I have to either. see a man about a box. I, d- I don't know. Right in in... Li- I mean, well, you haven't heard the story. I, I don't know. Is this a reference to something? No clue. <sighs> so anyway. Uh, I guess he's going to see him, like, once every hundred years is this plan? He claims, yeah. Oh, man. This is sick. It's, like, really sick. Yes. <laughs> and this is our hero. Oh, and Diligence, like, don't leave me alone. Like, he's so scared. Like, now suddenly, I mean, as bad as Diligent w- it, it was, I feel bad for Diligent. Because also, Diligent doesn't remember anything he's done. So, right. like, so this person- current state Diligent is an innocent person like he he has no recollection of anything he's just a, a horribly tortured. tortured man gross mm. not the, good
3: the horsemen are in his brain with him and are like taunting him yeah
1: like, oh and he's like oh, you're him. not alone and it's i guess carny do we hear his is that supposed to be no, what's happening it's no it's chronos it's silas Uh-oh. it's caspian i maybe it was yeah. in my notes i was like oh maybe it's one of them carny i don't maybe. know i guess I not know. and then uh <laughs> There's just screaming death. <laughs> why? Why? Why are they screaming? in there? Hang on. Why are they in there? Oh, right. It has nothing to do with the quickenings. Oh, and he's not supposed to. I guess poetically, if he remembered his misdeeds, it would be, "Oh my, past transgressions are haunting me." But he does not. He's not supposed to have remembered anything. Yeah. No. But it's the, the, this no, isn't quickening. This makes magic, no sense because they don't have yeah. the quickenings. So why is he hearing
3: them? Yeah. Uh, Who does Duncan have? He has he has Aspian and
1: Kronos. Kronos yeah and mythos has silas. silas wow this is stupid wow guys i hate this Ah, uh, yikes uh wow zeist, <laughs> zeist. <laughs> all right guys so we're not gonna play a game this time because uh you know we got to wrap up and this is you know we're gonna have give some extra thoughts on the the the, the big finish <laughs> the big finish adventure that's right uh so let's talk about this i i'm gonna say something right now because of this episode the idea that those vessels caused diligent to like lose his mind like not even dark quickening style like something far worse than that right Mm -hmm. those were only what six people yes with who knows how many quickenings but like as this series has pos or this big finish series has posited that like quickening energy cannot be destroyed it's only transferred whoever wins the game is fucking doomed like how do you win the game are there really that many like quote-unquote like light good quickenings that offset this i don't know that's what's bananas about it
3: this makes no sense or is it that these are only the bad parts of the quickenings
2: i think it's supposed to be that and that's what
3: incremental darkness he's
1: gotten
2: he's passed on but then is independently still super evil yeah
1: but but even if it's even if it is just the bad parts i mean He's just separated them out. He's just been like, oh, okay, like I'll put the carrots over here and the peppers here and this. Like, yeah. if they're ingredients, like, uh, you know, th- like it's still a salad at the end of the day. <laughs> you yeah. just, you're just eating them separately. So at some point, you're going to get the, the crummy carrots. Uh, what a weird analogy I just came up with. I liked this. it. I was 100% on board. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, even though he's parsed these things out, I mean, at some point, they all come back together. They're, they're all like, the, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah,
2: this is so maddening. So like, and we don't know what's in that box! What's, <laughs> the what's box? in the box?
3: I gotta, is there a Highlander episode where Mythos has a box? <laughs> Maybe. We don't know what it is
2: yet. Uh, so, all right. There's so well, many let's problems. Look, let's about talk that.
1: about this episode a let's little bit more. Let's just
3: talk about this episode first. So, yeah, Kyle, you get your episode thoughts.
2: I, I will just say two things about this. <laughs> and then seed the rest of my time. Point the first. This completely cheapens and erodes everything about Mythos. Yep. He was evil to begin with. His redemption was fake. And the version we, still, we see is still maniacally evil <laughs> and maybe insane. Yeah, Is the version of this character that it presents. Everybody else gets nuance. Everybody else gets... Redemptive facts worked into their backstory. Mythos gets the opposite. He becomes the most detestable of a lot of them mm-hmm. with no justification. His friend, the scholar, dies and he doesn't get the book he wants. <laughs> and it turns him into murder Batman. <laughs> this is awful. That is terrible. Second off, we have three episodes of diligent torturing our quote unquote main characters who are fucking evil. And they had to out evil them. Whatever. You know what story these things don't tell? The story of someone stopping Diligent. We miss the part where Mythos beats Diligent. That never happens. The story of Diligent's downfall does not happen. The only story we get is the Mythos monologue torture session. Yeah. Right? Like. It's like if, all, if the entirety of a Batman movie was like, I've already <laughs> caught the joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what What the fuck was the point of this? It's like,
1: just that interrogation scene. And yeah. And <laughs> the, the credits roll. And then yeah. the credits
2: roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. Like, why? Like, the, the thing that would actually, you'd actually be able to develop and have a plot and move this thing along would be actually beating diligent, mm-hmm. And they don't do it. I didn't even think about that. That's insane. Yeah, like, the only thing we see is Mythos jerk off on his corpse.
3: That is, like, (laughs) it. And this episode is after Mac has defeated, or Mac and Mythos has defeated the Horseman.
1: Correct. Is it? It has to be. Uh, Well, I think on the big finish...
2: Well, it says it takes place before and some after. Oh, and a
1: short time afterwards. You're right. Yeah. So I guess this one takes place afterwards, right? Correct. It doesn't have to, though, right? Or does it? I think it does. This could take place before. Maybe. I don't know. Meh. Yeah. Whatever. I'm okay with it being afterwards. That's That makes more sense, I think.
3: Right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if there were any references to them killing Yeah, I them guess there. there's no reason why it couldn't happen.
1: Yeah. It just makes no sense. Anyway. This one
3: also seems, like, short and, like, the laziest of all of them. It is the laziest. Like, it's I was like, that's it? Like
1: <laughs> We don't, like, learn any... Like, Mythos, again, is a beloved series character... Having him turn that turn being kind of evil in the show is also cool because he's such a beloved dashing man or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, oh, don't we want to know like more about Mitha? Like, we don't, I don't feel like you get anything that I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I found out something neat about. Honestly, the the coolest story in this is the Caspian thing, maybe. Like, oh, wow, what a crazy cool backstory. And there's like some mythology building there. Like, we don't get anything with Mithos's history in this at all. He lived 5,000 years and they don't tap into like. Any history for cool flashbacks or nothing? his journey through time. He fucking eats ice cream. And see, almost sees an
3: opera. And almost sees, sees an opera. An opera. <laughs> and, and yells at a doctor.
2: <laughs> what was the point? It's like, oh, was there a way we can make people's experience with Highlander worse? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is just positing that Mythos isn't really reformed. He's just as capable of being evil if he wants to. Right. Yeah. At
1: any time. And also, like, the timeline doesn't make sense. Like, they set up this, like, sort of false argument that, like, Diligent is like, no, I'm the one that made you good, right? And I think Methos's argument is that, no, like, uh, Violetta made me good. Like, she saw something in me, and that changed me forever. But, like, I never imagined that those two instances took place near each other at all. They didn't. Because right. Because
2: the Dorn event happens while he's still one of the horsemen.
1: So, you know, I don't get that. It would be one thing if they happened within close proximity. Like, it's like, oh, I don't know. Was it her that changed me or was it your little magic trick? No, it's clearly it was diligent in this case.
2: Yes, because that's what all of a sudden made him disgusted with killing.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe
2: Violet is responsible for, like, helping Mythos later. Sure. But not from, like,
1: reforming his evil character. That's dumb. It's so disheartening that he was that evil from the beginning. Like, he was the the truest, most evil of the horsemen. For no reason. Yep.
3: He was death before the horsemen were the horsemen.
1: That's because a heat wave was taken.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Ugh, jazz was uh, <laughs> taken. Wow. Okay. So, let, how about we talk? Do here, we uh, rate this ho- and then. Final oh votes. yeah, let's let's do that. Let's rate this. We'll do our final melt minute. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about the whole thing. All right. Let's rate it, guys. Kyle, how many poisoned ice cream cones would you? This. this
2: gets 0.5 frozen ice cream oh. cones this is the worst one by a mile is this the worst of all of them or just these four of these four mm. it's still better than most, of what happened, <laughs> than most of what happened in season one but this is dog shit <laughs> and all of these are bad but this one is straight up like shitting on the most beloved character for no reason nothing about this makes sense It cheapens everything that you see this character do. It posits that this beloved character is just an insane psychopath. Right. Who's seized dead ghost women. And that's that. Like, it's the only thing that... it. This one had the richest source material and the most potential to be good and had the most beloved voice actor of any of them. And it... Chose to not only squander those but shit all over them, <laughs> and for that reason, it gets uh, it, uh, if I could give this a zero, I would. Wow, Eamon, how many
3: Simon's soliloquies would you give this? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I would also give this a 0.5, baby. When I was listening to this during the recording and taking this, is this one has the fewest notes of any of them I've taken. Okay, it says four pieces of paper, no, two <laughs> sheets. Two sheets of paper. I was just like, this sucks. There's like <laughs> there's not much to even say about it. It's just like rotten. And like nothing happens in this. Just that's it. Nothing happens. It's like we're in a lab, we're at the bar. Yeah. Like the bandit thing happens. Yeah. In my Violetta, notes, like
1: page three, I was like, What is the plot? I don't know. An what is this? I don't understand.
3: Yeah. yeah. Like this is just like this is like the Bruce Banner, like, I'm always angry. Like Mythos is always like a crazed <laughs> villainous murderer, I don't know. This garbage sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Keith. Yes, sir. How many uh dark energy vessels would you give this?
1: I guess it's 0. 0.5. It's stupid. It's just stupid. You are to hear from this is stupid. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, let's just think about all the stuff that happens in all the other ones. Like yeah. in the first one they're on a boat. They're in like different locales and different countries and yeah. like and other ones are in monasteries and like <laughs> under a wall, like, digging a tunnel to blow up a castle. Yeah. Like, it's this one, it's just like, yeah, uh, you're tied up on a thing yep. for the whole
1: episode. It's like a bottle uh, episode.
2: Yeah, it's like a bottle <laughs> episode in which he becomes murder Batman, and then again, almost season
1: opera. Which <laughs> yeah. I must give Big Finish credit for. How do you create a bottle episode in which it's all, like, an audio oh, yeah, recording? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they could take Mithos and put him on the moon if they wanted. <laughs> and guess what? They didn't. They left him in a room. Yeah.
2: <laughs> God damn it. We have half these characters in a room. All of this takes place <laughs> in one room, really. Penny
1: buys ice cream. She does, but No, she doesn't buy it oh, ice yeah, free. cream. Free. Oh, it's free. Yeah. They get free ice cream. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's exciting. It's always exciting to get free ice cream. That is very true. Sure. <laughs> Most exciting thing that happens in this episode. Yeah. So Also right. strawberry. <laughs> I like strawberry. People are divided on the strawberry. Strawberry's ice cream. great. All right, guys, this is it. Final melt minute. We gotta we gotta do a little bit more because we're gluttons for punishment and Melt for it. melted cheese. All right. So mm. uh, the last song we played was Fraticide. Again, Melt is the uh, the band of Caspian, Caspian himself. He's the front man. Meltu. Mother Earth Love Truth. Uh, we did frat aside last the last three songs on this album are ceremony after a fire raid part three Wait. part three <laughs> the other parts? we'll fucking play that <laughs> <laughs> all right and then there's moment in time and then, then there and then there's nr1 live whatever nr1 means maybe huh. the song will tell us let's start with ceremony after a fire raid part three yeah part three i'm sorry that's just submarine sounds. Wait, this is their self-titled album, so where are the other parts? I don't know. Guess they weren't good at, I guess they weren't good enough to be <laughs> on this album.
0: Oh, it's so just like whale, whale? songs.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. I'm gonna skip ahead. This is six minutes, over six minutes long. Yeah, a and in the child <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this? It is like Primus. Wow. fruit
3: Wow.
1: I don't think we need any more. Yeah, let's we go in right though. there. What a treat melt, everyone. I'm melt. so sorry to subject you to that. Although that was our first time hearing you too. Yeah. Will you listen to them again any anymore? Uh, them, by the way, you can't even find them on Spotify, which is a really? real shame.
3: Yeah, that's a shame. If you send me the album, I'll listen to it all the time.
1: yeah. I'll send mm-hmm. I will send it to I you. I won't. If you send it to me, <laughs> it will never be played. Okay. Mother Earth Love Truth. That's right. Get that! Oh, can we all get, to commemorate the podcast, can we all get... Melt t-shirts? Melt, melt tattoos, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, sure. Melt t-shirts would be the deepest Highlander cut ever to have on a t-shirt. Yeah. No one would know what that was. Mm-mm. Yeah. No one would care either. <laughs> of course not. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the whole thing. What do we think? Marginally better than the first one. Marginally better. Yes. How about I, that one I rated a three? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck was that about, <laughs> yeah. kid? Look, all right, look. We rated the first one a two. Yep. Right. right, I thought the second one was better than, uh, than that one. So it went up to a 3. That's where we were. And mm. then the, the, the one before that was a 1, or after that was a 1, and now we're at a 0.5, the worst. Mm. That's where it was. Okay. I guess I could have given a... I don't know. I guess I could have given it a 2 as well. But hey, that's you, what my thinking was.
3: You so. do you, baby. I
1: am doing me. Yeah. It's going to really I was, skew the, the ratings. This averages.
3: Me. I was glad to see these characters again, or hear these characters again. I was glad Adrian Paul wasn't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I don't think he was up to the task. I wonder why he didn't do it. Like, do you think they decided to do this because AP was like, no? Or do you think they even asked him?
1: I think they were just probably looking for, like, a new what avenue can we do that'll get people excited.
3: These are better performed, except for maybe the third one.
1: Yeah, they're better written. Yeah. Generally. And better produced. I mean, I think just the overall quality is, like... They probably hearing the mar- an, hearing another story pr- with this production quality would be good.
2: Yeah, and they probably had the budget with these actors to be like, "Can you read
3: that again?" Yeah, I think telling a complete story in theory is a better idea, but not the story was not amiss. this story. It can't yeah. be this weird torture porn vengeance story. Nope,
2: that's like the the cancer at the heart of this. Like, there, I don't think there was really a way to make that work the way they envisioned it.
1: And I mean, honestly, all they need to do, like. It's too big of a story. Why not they can they can tell the story of four tragic individuals. The story just ends when they become the four horsemen. That's the that's the climax. It's like, how did they form a group? Let's just follow them through life's tragedies right. or whatever, and then there we are. And it's like, ah, cool. I don't know. Like a, I don't know why like he needs a Joker, all. Joker, this... if you will. <laughs> oh, I still haven't seen that, so well,
3: that's telling the story.
1: Well, yeah. But, like, you don't need some, like, that movie doesn't need to end with the Joker fighting Batman. That's that's unnecessary.
3: Yeah. Why couldn't this have just been a Four Horsemen origin story? Yeah. And call it good. They also do give us, though, like, how they split up, which we didn't know from the series. True. There's, like, a cut scene that sort of implies how they split up. Mm-hmm. But. but then it's, like, it's too much. Like, the reason they've been split up this long is because of the machinations of Diligent, right? A guy who we're told is good, but
1: then is just wildly evil, right? And I really, I actually really like the idea of the early version of Diligent, like before the Horsemen are even kind of created. Like he's doing that, but it's for good, and like the Horsemen are this dark other end of the coin. Is Uh, it
3: really good though? Like because he's still drilling into people's heads,
1: but at that point, but he is just releasing their like woes. I don't know. Like it doesn't seem. I mean, maybe the way the
2: way it goes. I think makes that a very fair question. You know what I mean? Like, Like, I don't know if I'd be like sitting there wondering about it if it wasn't like, Oh, and by the way, I learned how to mind control people by doing that. Right. Also. And this is what he fucking uses his mind control powers for. (laughs) He can literally mind control people. (laughs) And all he uses it for is to fuck with three guys. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. That's the extent of his ambition on Earth. And you're like, what if you're one of the guards at his Ooh. facility? It's like, oh yeah, we're uh, doing the thing uh, again. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> right. So cool. get ready for that.
1: Yeah, honey, I, you gotta like, you know, just put my dinner in the fridge. It's a long night. We're uh, torturing this guy.
3: I have to make him some coffee. Him an idiot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I
1: have to make coffee for a torture victim. He won't even remember drinking it. Why even bother? Yeah. You kind of mentioned in the first episode, Kyle, about like the nature of telling an origin story for these like villains. Is, do you think that's an appropriate thing? I think, or do you think it's okay. appropriate to make like sympathetic villain origin stories?
2: I think that's okay. Okay. It makes it more interesting. Sure. And I even like. I I genuinely like the Caspian origin story. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's my uh, favorite one. That's interesting. Yeah. The problem with involving a villain post their horsemanness is that in order to, for them to like to be to be both a villain and antagonist for these people they have to be so wildly evil like in order for you to root for that person's downfall their crimes must be so great we're like you might as well have them fight fucking galactus at that point like (laughs) what
3: is the point right you know what i mean like it's not interesting anymore or it could be like a good guy fighting them and he like gets close or something yeah yeah well like like loses at the end well
2: they make the decision that their antagonist is also a villain right they decide that the antagonist isn't someone who's trying to stop them for good reasons right and once they make that choice it like that's a kind of poisonous decision. Yeah,
1: why not why isn't the antagonist just a good guy and they like, win it maybe they like win a, at the end yeah. and it's like oh wow bummer of an i mean right. They have a triumphant ending but not good for the earth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
3: And just the the fucking trepanation thing. Who thought of that? That's so weird. You know what I would have liked? Maybe they do include a breakup
2: story in it. The breakup story, though, is like Mythos is working with someone else to like try to bring them down and then uses that as his window to escape. Maybe that person dies and it's like, ah,
3: shit. But Mythos
2: is like, well, I managed to break up this evil murder band, so maybe it was okay. Yeah.
3: And it could be like a cool like undercover type thing yeah. or like subterfuge and like mythos is trying to like take them down from the inside i blah, mean blah, hell blah.
1: that story with Kine in the beginning like if they just expanded on that sort of thing like that's a dude who well it's not a very complicated thing but like he oh he's
3: he, sent from mythos like
1: yeah maybe it really was mythos's plan it, it could to break uh, them up it could yeah. be but i was just involve, gonna say but that it doesn't like, involve hanging
2: someone off of a that guy's ship.
1: scheme is like oh if i say this thing to this person they'll be je-. like there is a scheme there and it could be much more complicated and that could be the plot of all four of these. Like, how does one person or in that case maybe mythos, like, how do you work a scheme kind of like Kynes, to like break everybody up? Everybody starts distrusting each other and like, I don't know, that's something. There's nothing wrong with that story. No. Again, like you no said they don't have to fight it. fucking Galactus.
3: Right. Uh for, and you don't for have it to, to be compelling. Had 3 episodes of somebody locked in a in a room,
1: getting their head drilled open. Yeah. All the drill No, like, actually- all that gross sounds. It's like
3: Yeah, all four of these episodes have somebody restrained yeah kinky
1: kinky and also again philosophically what is this uh, what is this supposed to say like that these characters like none of this was to their own device like i don't know like i feel like highlander does a great job the series of like they ask moral questions and as the viewer you get to watch these questions play out in kind of an extreme setting obviously like those questions when placed with the having the burden of time over them or something like they become harder to answer. And it like tests what our capacity for forgiveness might be. It's like, how do you forgive somebody? How long does it take all those sort of things? Like that's what makes good myth work is that like, you can take a story and apply it to yourself. It's like, ah, like that's my, like, uh, like my lighthouse or something. I can go to that myth and like, understand something about like the human condition or something. Like, what does this fucking story? Tell me about life. Well, that that's... like we're not responsible for any like seemingly none of these characters are responsible for their own actions. Well, some of them, it, are. even Diligent, to an extent, weirdly. I no, Dojin is well, but he he was like good for a weird reason. Oh yeah, that's right. He becomes good because he drilled into someone's skull. Right. Maybe the message. Is I mean, he, more he, wasn't, skull he drilling. wasn't bad, but he became like he was given like a quest of goodness based on that. Like I don't know. It's like what does that all mean? fucking abandons immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Th-
3: there's no like overarching goal yeah. or like
1: they flirt with the notion that there might be one mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's crazy about it yeah and if they were clearer about it it might be more interesting like again that nature versus nurture thing it's like cool explore it and make it clear what you're trying to explore here even if you leave it gray like i'm not sure how much was this and how much was the other thing
3: <sighs> very frustrating yeah and just like, like two of the good guys are just like <laughs> murdered like they are they aren't saved from being mind controlled or whatever and then they're murdered by McLeod and mm-hmm. Mythos <laughs> yeah Great. Cool. I guess Mythos doesn't know all these details. The Kronos origin story, ladies and gentlemen,
2: that's real sympathetic. It's like, oh, I saw like the I saw this guy's raging erection as he choked
1: <laughs> me out, and that made me want to be evil. <laughs> that almost makes more sense for Caspian. Like Caspian did like Kronos had been in battles. He had killed like Kronos' experience with killing people. Yeah. But somehow in that moment was like, oh, killing is fucking awesome. <laughs> like uh Caspian had never known war or death or anything like yeah. it would make more sense for him to be like oh my gosh like this thing i never knew about like i'm fucking into it man like yeah yeah i don't know weird weird choices seemingly people don't really know the source material or i shouldn't even say that like just how to tell an okay story yeah it's like coherent Blech. anyone Boo. have more to say about this nope wow cool so guys let's talk about what's coming up next season six baby it's season six, so season we're probably six, gonna take uh, a week off uh, as we do typically between seasons. But yeah, we're very excited to jump into season six n- next, uh, which is what, 12 episodes, 13 episodes, something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's a shorty. Yeah, so it's going to be the final uh, final hurrah before we're on to some, I think, some other Highlander things. But, Ooh, yeah.
3: some films. Yeah,
1: but it'll be int- it'll be cool to finish up the this, this series. I'm like, I'm excited about it, like, because it's... This has Been a whole long couple of years, uh, but like, I it's like I'm very sad to see it go. I think I'm gonna be like really bummed when like we watched the last episode, yep. yeah,
2: me too. Yeah. Well, especially because I feel like we might take a quality dip, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure we're not getting any finale part twos coming up, mm. ah. <laughs> right?
3: Mm, that's a
1: quality dip, that's right. Dip, 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 dip that chipping. Oh, Let's we have to do the dips, we have to do the, the prices. <gasps> ah, very good. So, uh, the prices. So at the top of the episode or top of the show,
2: episode I, one,
1: episode one of this series, I asked Kyle and Eamon how much they think this might cost on eBay or Amazon today, if you were to buy it. Uh, Eamon, you guessed $200. Mm -hmm. Kyle, you guessed $120, and that was for all four discs. Yes. Currently, Highlander Series 2 from Big Finish is listed on Amazon. Not even Amazon Prime, sadly. Uh, Amazon (laughs) costing. Do you think it's more or less than what you guys guessed?
3: Less. I'm going to say more.
1: How much more? $200. $200. Let's let's try how many times would you multiply your answer to get to how much it costs? Oh my god. <laughs> what?
3: 3 times?
1: 3 times, which would make it $600. The listing price is $4,996. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what the fuck? But this is the best part. So after finding that, there's a there's some reviews of this on here, right? And so this review says Good for Highlander fans, but disjointed as a series and not worth the outlandish prices on the secondary market. Four separate discs, so $50 to $60 is reasonable and worth it.
3: <laughs> that is not true.
1: No, it is not wow. true.
3: $4,000. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever pay that for that.
2: What a waste. I hope
3: no one ever pays that. They won't. That's insane.
1: Also, by the way, the reviews on here, there's a couple of reviews. People love this why there they say Ed is. the stories are dark yet insightful no No, they're they're not
2: (laughs) dark yet insightful
1: i mean they're dark
2: we should be clear about that they're very dark the title music is thrilling (laughs) the the title music might be the most thrilling thing about this i kind of legitimately like the opening they created
1: yeah it's yeah it it is really cool i'm like this is awesome i like hearing the four narrators kind of go through it anyway that's it i won't get into the rest of them but uh what a treat what a treat
3: what a treat!
1: <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody for sticking uh, with us through this four-episode arc here. We really appreciate it. Make sure to head on over to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or actually even Spotify. You can rate us, uh, leave us a little review if you'd like. We'd really appreciate it. You can also head on over to our Etsy or Facebook stores to purchase a set of Highlander magnets for only fifteen dollars plus shipping and handling. And finally, we've got our T Public store where you can get an awesome Money No Shirt, also for I think like fifteen bucks. So pretty good deal, and you can flaunt your money no to everyone and have everyone ask you what does that mean <laughs> and then I go it's from a podcast I listen to don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like talk about it to strangers so there we go that's it so uh, thanks again for listening we've been your rewatchers I'm Keith this is Kyle this is Eamon. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Yet
3: you look very much like the person that Bleu, bleu, bleu put their sword in my belly.